Welcome to Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast, where we will learn the history of this beautiful area and hear the stories from the people who live here, love here, and serve here. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Let's go to work. What advice would you give to parents that have a child that is struggling, whether they're whether that child's struggling with drugs, pornography, faith, um, you know, there's so many things that our teenagers, our young adults, our young children are struggling with today. You're on the flip side of that now because, you know, you're grandparents and great-grandparents, but you once lived that. What advice would you give parents that are in the thick of that right now with a struggling child? I'll tell you one thing is I feel like that that... I, I felt like I talked to my kids, you know, and, and about everything, but I, I, I didn't enough. I would, I would encourage them to, to just be, always be close to your kids and let them tell you everything, every day that's going on in their lives and, and listen and just, you know, give them your opinion of what you think, you know, well, this would be a great idea to do or... You know, or not do, or something like that. That, that, I just feel like we, I could have talked to him more. About. Well, in an addiction situations, you have to have tough love. You can't just keep feeding them and and giving them money and giving them things. You just have to say, either you do or you don't. You know, not like in the gospel, you want to be a little bit different than that to them than than tough love and kicking them out of the house. But we had to. We called Spice Park Parks Police Department. Asked ask them to help us, and they couldn't. So we got the county. They come down and and uh, pick Tyler up. And he he says, "I don't want my mom to see this," but he handcuffed him out front and took him to jail. And that was the start of it. But he before he came, so those policemen are so smart. Tyler ran upstairs and was in the bathroom. He went right behind him. Tyler was spitting the pills down the toilet. That's how smart those policemen are. And, those kinds of situations, but yeah, you did, you have to love them, but you have to, they have to know that that you don't it's not stood for and that's not right. And so, just hope somebody will put their arm around them and love them. And yeah. it, and it's hard, you know, too, um, because you you just you know the kids were disappointed, you know, and they wanted to help him, but they were mad, too, you know. And one thing before we move off that. One thing about Tyler is he got his bachelor's degree, went back to school, got his bachelor's. He's got his master's degree, and he's now in counseling in St. George. And he says, Dad, you cannot believe the problems that our kids have today. He says it's yeah. terrible, the abuse, all those little things. Anyway, yeah. he, he's a... Well, he, and one other thing I'll say is I have had so many parents come up to me of kids that have had problems that have thanked me for... Tyler helping them. Yeah. So I'm th I'm grateful that, that his he experience that experience yes. and gave it back. Yep. That his experience will bless the lives of so many of other people. Yeah. And so then, I would and I'm then very there's, thankful for and that. And then there's Alicia. She was our baby girl. She was the one that I joined didn't want to have any more children. She says, I'm never going to church and sitting there again with these boys. And I says, Oh, just send them up on the stand. It's okay. But she never did. She was faithful and good to that. But Alicia came along and, and uh, she said, uh, I don't want no more kids. And I said, Joanne, I know there's one more child there for us. We need to have one more kid. And so we did. And it was a girl. 
It happened to be a girl. And I don't know if they had anything to do with Well, it had something to do with me. But uh, we... Uh, <laughs> wasn't the milkman, for sure. <laughs> well, anyway, we... Uh, Alicia came along, and she was a jewel. She just was so helpful and, and everything. And um, did it, helped around the house. And everybody loved her in the family. And, and uh, she was a good little girl. She went to the University of Utah and graduated in graphic design. She's got... A, fantastic job and and, and she uh, before she she married Brad who I don't really know how they met some way they met Brad yeah, I think it was online online yeah. okay online and uh, and you know there maybe you know their story about their twins their will you, twins. would she care will you share that story yeah, that's a, that's a really fun story yeah share that okay so she lived over in in um, Orem and uh, Jenny um, Taylor. 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 McGowan now, but it, she... Had lived. they been friends? Like, mm -hmm. were they just friends growing up? No. Not really? No. She, she just had been in... She'd known her from that ward over there. Oh, from the ward in Orem? Yes. Okay. Okay. And, um, so just, they just kind of got to be friends, you know, because of the Lakeshore tie, I think. And then, um, Leisha got me... Well, she moved back here, did she... I don't know. She was building, when she met Brad, she was building a, a condo in oh, you mean Leisha? Salem, right? Leisha was. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. And so, um, actually, Jenny oh. had gotten married, and they were living in the same condo complex. complex. In Salem. And, um, and her husband was not a member, but he was get you know starting to get active, and he, they went through the temple and everything. It was... It was a neat experience for them, and and uh, Leisha and Brad, after they got married, lived there, and uh, so they they kept friendship with Jenny and her husband, um, just from living in those condos there. Well, um, when Leisha found out that she'd she's had a number of miscarriages and couldn't, they'd been married about five years, I think, and uh, she just. You know, she was getting a little older, and they, they, she just couldn't, you know, conceive and carry. And so, Jenny had had this dream, and she came to Leisha and, and told her that, she says, in this dream, I'm handing you your, these kids. And she says, uh, she says, I, I, uh, I dreamt that I was pregnant and carrying these kids for you and Brad and um, she says and uh, then I gave them over to you and they were yours and and she says I just want to ask you if uh, if you want me to do this I would be willing to Alicia but they were in shock you know they're like oh my gosh who would do this you know why would she do this and she has two little boys already but she wants more children and so that's you know was you know I'm like oh my gosh that's so huge and uh, but they thought about it they prayed about it they and finally they went and decided to do it and so she carried for him and her husband wasn't on board at first but he got on board and and uh uh, it, I mean, it was a, there's a lot of legal and everything else, you know, and money involved and everything, but they were really good to, to take care of her, I think. And, 
And anyway, they, she cared for them. And when those little boys were born, they came two months early. And um, Jenny, lived, you know where she lives, up in Bird's Eye. And uh, so she knew, um, she started hemorrhaging and she knew that she needed to get to the hospital. And so um, she drove, she got on the phone and had her husband meet her at the, in Spanish Fork at the, oh, where the? Oaks. Uh, yeah, Spanish yeah, Fork Oaks. At the, at the, the golf course? Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And anyway, um, he took the kids and she just went straight to, to Provo, to Utah Valley. And, Within eight minutes, the doctor was there. Within eight minutes, those kids were born. And um, I mean, they about lost all three of them at that time. So we feel like just getting up here and her being okay. Yeah, she would have brought the, the kids down to her mom and dad's. They'd have both all been dead. Yeah. And he said if, if, he, if she'd even gone to Spanish Fork Hospital, they wouldn't have made they it. They wouldn't have made it. Wow, isn't that a... A remar just a remarkable story about how the so Lord is like, he's just in the detail of our lives. He is. He gave her this, this inspiration, this prompting, but that didn't mean it was going to be easy. It hasn't well, been. It hasn't it. been, you know. Twins are hard. Well, and twins, and, and this is another thing. When, when they had the twins, you know, I said to Alicia, oh, you can put two eggs in. You know, they ask her, and I said, Wins because you're never, you know, you're not going to get this opportunity again. And she says, well, I need to talk to Jenny. And and when she said to Jenny, I don't know if, if what if it was twins? And Jenny says, it's going to be twins. I know it's twins. Oh, she says I already know. She already had seen that. So she says I'm planning on that. She's a good girl. That's she brought a real blessing. It's just our lives. it's been a big blessing to us. And Those twins. What a selfless thing to do. Yeah. For someone, I mean, yeah, it's big. That is and, a neat. Uh, that's a neat story. And she, so we yeah. feel like the Lord blessed all of them that day. <clears throat> blessed all of and, our kids. And Jenny, we're we're so grateful. We'll always be so grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Those boys are our life. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's just well, we love, we love we love all your kids. Oh, we, know, we love all we of know them. They're just the best. Uh, we know a lot of your grandkids as well. Um, yeah. And just just a great family. Just been raised to do. We've what's had a great right. heritage. Yes. There's no doubt about it. Yes. So. Um, we hope that it'll carry on and it'll just keep carrying on. And so far, so good. It's been going pretty good. What's something that you would say before I switch gears? What's one just anything that you would want to say as a whole to your family, to your grandkids, to your great-grandkids, to your great-great-great-grandkids in the future that will never meet you on this earth. Yeah. But what would you say to them when they listen to this podcast? I think I would want my kids to know how much they're loved by their family and by their Father in Heaven and that they need to learn how to work and that they need to be kind and caring and giving to others that they're not the most important that there's people around them that are really important and that need them and uh, if they'll if they'll do those things they'll be they'll be very successful i can remember at the farmer's market one day little ben brady's little boy we were talking and i was talking about money and not fake brady's uh, 
it was Ben. Yeah, Brandon's boy. Brandon's boy. Yeah, Brandon's boy. And he says, Grandpa, it isn't always about the money. And I learned such a big lesson that day from those kids. From now on, we we say it isn't always about the money, and you need to pay your tithing or your 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 tithing and all those kind of things. We can talk about, and I like that, that we can just talk to the kids and, you know, let them know how we feel about things. Yeah. yeah. What would you say, Joanne? Well, I would encourage them all to stay close to the church, always. I mean, I think that's been such a blessing in our lives to be able to raise our kids in the, in the church with the gospel in their lives. It, if they'll stay close and do the things that we're asked to do, will never go wrong. But I want them to just love each other and uh, continue on and just serve and, and look out for other people. And uh, I'd just like to say you guys are great with your children. Oh, yes. Your we... kids are really good little kids. And they're, they're, they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're young right now and learning, but they're being taught the right principles you guys are doing a great job as parents oh you're sweet you know you watch you watch you watch people and and they, we can see that it's good you can see us on the second pew in church when i have to grab someone's <laughs> neck really hard and that you know that happens. pinch I'm, it really tight trust me i've been well there. what's the matter with that <laughs> you know sometimes a swift kick in the butt Never hurt anybody. Oh, I, I don't know about that. You probably never got a swift kick. Oh wow! Yeah. Was... Well, I want to. I want to talk a little bit before we end about the Lakeshore community. Um, you've been here a long time. You've interacted with a lot of people. Um, you love a lot of people here. That's why you're still here. Who has been someone recently? It could be in the last ten years, the last twenty, however, however recent you. Forty years is recent to you, so who knows? Um, who's someone you've always just admired and looked up to? Well, you know, I talked about Blaine just a little bit. Yeah, we talked about Blaine. But I guess if I go a little bit farther into the farming situation, um, Lee Ray Shepherd, uh, your grandpa, well, Reed, Reed, his brother, um, he was such a great person to me, you know. I managed IFA for 40 years up there, and I don't think Lee Ray Shepherd bought one thing from anybody else but me. And he was always so faithful and, and kind and always willing to help back. You know, he'd come and if I had some plowing, they'd say, boy, that's the hardest plowing I ever did. But you know, he was willing to do all of those things. And in June, they would invite me in for dinner all the time. And she'd ring the bell, and, and you'd have dinner at noon every day. And it was just, he just was a great example to me. And I was really sorry when he had cancer and passed away. Those, those are good people. That Shepherd family has good roots. They do. Really good roots. They do. And Bud Shepherd, I have to say a lot about Bud. Bud taught me how to, how really how to work and gave me a job, at 35 cents an hour, and, but it was, <laughs> it was sure worth it. And I could have killed Chris and Alan because they used to throw eggs at me and I couldn't catch them. And I couldn't throw it fast enough to catch them. When I cleaned those coops and all of a sudden I turned around and there's an egg hitting me right in the back of the head. But, what a boy thing to do. <laughs> what a boy oh. thing to do. <laughs> Juan, who would you say? Well, you, you moved down here later in life after uh -huh. you were married. Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many people that have influenced my life because of their examples, you know, to us. And... Uh, um, 
I would say one would be Dwayne and Marie Newitt, as they're a couple that we became friends with. And he's he's a rough around the edge, but I'll tell you, that guy would do anything for you. And uh, he has, and just been a true friend, which I appreciate. And then I'd like to, I also, I think Chris is probably, Shepherd has really, he really changed our life. And like I, like we said earlier with the situation with Tyler, I just, and he, he, I mean, they're still the best of friends. And, and he is with all of our kids. He just, you know, just generally cares yeah. about us. Yeah. And uh, I love that. I'll always, I'll never, you know, forget that. And I'm always so appreciative of what he did there. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a soft spot for Chris in my heart. And one day I'll share it on my own podcast. Yeah. Um, but I love, we have so many good examples. I hate asking that question because goodness, couldn't you say so oh, many people yes. down yeah, here? Yeah. You could just, just go about every household. I know. Down the block and There's just something. so many, so yeah. many good people. And yeah. that's, that's what makes Lakeshore what it is. I thought of Beverly. Uh, she gets oh brought up all gosh. the time, right? Yes. Beverly. Coming, in fact, she brought uh, Jarrett's mission call with uh, Vern Mills. Oh, yes. In the she, airplane. Yep. Wearing her little hat, her little um, pilot hat. And that is the funniest story, but so cute. And, you know, she's sitting in the back. I'm not, I'm not going to throw this out, Bird. And Bird's like, you're throwing it out. Throw it out right now. And it was... <laughs> She's so funny. She she just so, funny. so cute. You know, she was really brave at first, and now it's like, I'm scared about throwing it. Bird's like, throw it out right now. I love it. I love cute. it. That was pretty fun too to get a, a mission call out the out of a plane. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, that's just one one example of how cool this community oh, is. Yeah. Is that it was so important to her when she delivered mail you know, when she was oh, working, yeah. that those mission calls were really sacred to her. Oh, yeah. She wanted to find a special way to deliver each of those. And, and they did. Yeah, and they did. They, they did. did. Every her and one of our kids. Yeah. It was it, wonderful. It's just been, it's a really neat, neat place to live. So, um, is there anything that you want to share that I haven't asked about? Uh, I would like to tell my wife how much I love her and appreciate her. She's been a good, a good mother to our kids and and never complain. Never has ever complained. Even though I didn't make a lot of money, she just she made the budgets work and made it happen. And and taught our kids. And and they. Uh, she's a good woman. I I love her. I appreciate her a lot for what she has done. That's the key, you know, Brady. Who you marry? It's it's not what you do. It's what they do. But I would like to say one thing about my mom and dad, and let you know that how much I love and appreciate my mom and dad. She was a great mentor to Joanne, and mm -hmm. and spent a lot of time with Joanne in raising kids and cooking and all Teaching those kind of things. Teaching me a lot of things. But I I love my mom and dad so much. I miss them so much, and they were certainly great examples. I miss this mom and dad a lot. Mom. They were they were great people. Dad served me. in the Navy and seen a lot of men die and he never talked about it much but he uh, was a true American. He loved America. I love that. Yeah. Well what are you, oh I was going to say and I want to tell Randy how much I love him too. I think I really buried up for sure. No. You know when I, when I 
met him, and uh, he's he's always been the one that's. I mean, there's no faltering gospel wise, and that's been so great. And I just think there's it's been such a blessing to our family to um, have that. But I want to say that I I think the best thing that we were able to do was serve a mission together, and that. I, th I think you really find out, you know, how if you really, if a marriage can stay together on a mission when you're together 24-7. And, it, and it, I think it really helped us we to, loved our, we, loved, we our loved our mission and we loved where we went and the people and I will never, I'll never, um, what, take, take for granted what those pioneers did that started. We found out so much about the, how the church started and what they went through and some of those stories and they were life-changing and I'll never, I mean, we knew we got to walk on sacred ground every day. Mm -hmm. And it was such a blessing in our lives and, and I think it brought us closer too. Yeah. Randy talks about, you know, um, how he, he with his missionary, if they didn't get along or something, you know, and or he had, he'd always try to serve them, you know, and he'd uh, cook cook their breakfast or he'd um, polish their shoes or do something. And I always laugh and say, my shoes were pretty polished on our mission because, you know, he probably had a lot of reason to <laughs> to serve you, to <laughs> put up with me. But we we had so much fun and just made some lifelong friends. It was a wonderful experience. It really yeah. was. And he's a keeper. We'd do it again. I love that. Well, the last question I have for you is, what do you hope for Lakeshore in the next 10 years? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't change too much. <clears throat> I hope Lakeshore will stay about where it is, where people know everybody. And, and it, 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 the more people come, the less... Maybe the less ward, the more wards we'll have, and the less opportunity you'll get to know those people. But it's really kind of your own fault if you don't get to know the people. I mean, you need to just go out and visit people. Just because you have a borderline or borderline here doesn't mean that you can't go talk to those people on that side of the border. But I would hope that we would continue to be able to serve one another when there's some kind of a disaster or something. I was the bishop when we had the flood in 1983, and people were fighting. People, if you come here, you got to get them here, you got to get them here. And uh, you, you couldn't serve all of them. You just had to serve the ones that you could and try the best you could to help everybody you can. But I, I, it's, it's no doubt, there's no doubt about it. It's going to change, and we're going to have to be ready for it and be able to help you. We probably, we won't be here, but you guys will be here, and you'll be the ones that will make it happen. Maybe, yeah. yeah. What about you, John? I was going to say, that's probably the best thing that, we ever did was move to Lakeshore, I have to say, because I would never move back to town now. And I never, and I didn't feel that way at first, but um, it's it's a wonderful place to raise kids. And I don't think you could, every single one, when they went on missions, that's the first thing they said is that they, these kids can work. And you can, you teach them how to work. And they, it just carries on through their lives in every way so I am so grateful for Lakeshore and, and so thankful for um, being able to raise our family here and I pray that it doesn't change too much that like we could just keep serving 
each other. And uh, like I said, I, there's a lot of people still in this ward that I don't know specifically. Um, you know, be, especially with, with the pandemic and every, you know, we didn't go for a while and, and uh, just new people moving in. It's, I'm just, I need to be better about getting to know people. I'm kind of the one that sits back and is <laughs> waiting for someone to knock that. on your door. No, I'm just kind of quiet. <laughs> well, I think, you, I think you both are great examples of what makes Lakeshore Lakeshore. Thank you. I know that there are dozens of people that we have interacted with um, through this podcast, through our ward, through just the community that really value and look up to the Gordon family, especially you two. And um, it's evident that the Gordon family has strong roots. It's got six generations now that have been in Lakeshore. I never thought of that. But... It, it's going to have many more to come. And that love that you're talking about, it's it's bred into your into your lines, what is right? It? I don't it's know. The Gordons, that's just who you are. Yeah. Our kids, all of our kids have been back right now. If yep. the, if you know, if their circumstances were different, I yep. yeah. It is they love it. And they love coming home. Yeah. It, it's a neat place. And I hope that always is the same. Yeah. Yep, I, I agree. It's a it's a sacred place to live and we should never take it for granted. We are lucky. So I appreciate you both being on the podcast. Uh, what a great episode to not only realize what, what experiences we have that make us draw closer to the Savior, but for me, this podcast is all about family. So wherever you're at, listeners, whatever you're doing, take time to visit with your family today. Take time to reach out to them, to show them how much you love them and care about them, because that is what is most precious in life. So with that, this is Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Shepard. Until next time. Wow, what a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next installment of Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Until next time, keep up the good work.